afternoon. Welcome to the Geek and I podcast. My name is John. Uh, tonight, uh, Jeff is off uh, doing other things that are um, probably not as fun as uh, what is, what is going to happen here tonight. Tonight, we have from Iolite Studios, uh, Mr. Uh, James Larrabee. And we also have Morgan Larrabee with us. Uh, hi, guys. How are you? We're doing great, and uh, we're really glad to be on the show. John, you're one of my favorite people, and I love this podcast. Well, thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's a labor of love. I uh, I do it because I enjoy doing it, and and hopefully get to bring some information to uh, to people that uh, are out and have questions that I have uh, because uh, you guys are, are the geeks. And I am the I, and uh, this way, the geek and I can learn from uh, from each other, and uh, possibly there's people out there that uh, can learn uh, from you guys also. So let's let's start um, with a quick uh, introduction of the two of you guys. Tell us uh, who you are, what you do with uh, IOLite Studios, and what uh, what is. Iolite Studios for um, for all intents and purposes. Okay. Well, uh, I'm the president at Iolite Studios, and uh, we focus on education. We have several classes that uh, focus on improv, uh, focus on scene study, and we also have uh, classes where you get in the booth with a director from Funimation or Ocratron 5000 or various other studios in California, and we give people an opportunity to be in front of those people. So uh, there's an opportunity to obtain some sort of uh, exposure to these people, but also the knowledge that they gain uh, from that as well. We also do demos and we do projects uh, that involve ADR, which is um, a dialogue replacement uh, for uh, Japanese and or other language uh, uh, films or uh, demos. And uh, Morgan, what do you do? Hi, I'm Morgan. I'm the assistant vice president of Iolite Studios. I basically focus the merchandising and all the graphic design and the advertisements here, along with helping setting up with appointments. Yes. Oh, excellent. So let, uh, let me start here. Like you had mentioned that um, you get your voice in front of people that need to hear it. Yes. Is is that an that's that's a pretty important step that you guys are providing uh, with your studios and your classes. Yes. Uh, we don't guarantee that they're going to get a job. Many of our uh, students that have you know studied here, taking classes here, they have gotten video game opportunities. They've been working with Funimation and other companies. We don't guarantee that we never advertise it, but the thought process behind it is, is that anytime you get in front of someone, you can gain knowledge, education, and sometimes an opportunity to work in the industry that you might not have gotten uh, on your own. And uh, that's a very important piece of our business. Um, when they do improv, they get an opportunity to grow and develop themselves. And we have a showcase uh, for our improv students and our on-camera acting students where they get on a stage in an auditorium and we put them in front of agents uh, that work for the Horn Agency and various others. And those people, not all the time, but sometimes, if they're lucky, if they're great, if they do what they're supposed to, they get agency representation and they end up working in the industry. And we're here to provide that opportunity as well as demos that is the calling card for a voice actor. And we work with uh, various colleges in our area uh, to have them come in and their students and faculty, uh, they work with us as well. Our main goal here is to uh, basically try to bridge the gap between learning and getting your foot in the door because that's the hardest part is getting your foot in the door so having these directors and other voice actors come in uh they get to see what the new talent coming in is and just it's to help find their representation and they're also showing that they're willing to learn and they're 
choosing to take direction and just find their voice and where they settle. And so it, it helps bridge the gap as well. And we're trying to help others get into industries that they would like to be a part of and don't know really where to start and showing that you're willing to learn and just make your career happen. It's great to have that opportunity in front of those people. So that way you can figure out where you're going to get started. Now, taking direction, that is probably, it, I would say that, is that what the, the um, improv class mainly focuses on is, you know, you have these people that come in green off the street and you want to see what, you know, if they say act a certain way or do it, do it like this, you want to see if they actually listen. Is that a big portion of the, of the, uh, the improv class or is it something like, uh, you know, whose line is it anyway, where, you know, everything's made up and the points don't matter. And you just say, you know, uh, here's a skit, go and do it. Well, well, John, that's a very good point. Um, our improv scene study, as well as uh, our voice acting classes, uh, a lot of people wonder how you get in the business, but you're in front of a director. Can you take direction? Can you listen to what they're saying? Can you deliver the product? And our classes focus on listening to what they have to say, improv, of course. Um, can you think on your feet? Can you develop what you're trying to produce? But uh, three things, can you listen to the director? The director wants to know you can take the direction. Very important. Um, are you a good person to work with? Do they have any problems or are, are you just a pleasant person? Pleasant person, very important. And, and the third, third thing, and a lot of people don't uh, think about this, but uh, can you get there on time? Can you be there? Um, we always uh, say that Early is on time. Early is on, on time. time is late and late is fired. On time is late and late is fired. And if you're late, uh, trust me, they're not calling you back. I started to live my life by that motto, and it actually is super helpful in the long run, too. Yeah, uh, I'm a voice actor. Uh, I've got many credits with Funimation and various other things. Uh, Morgan, a voice actor, an actor. She's been on screen, been on stage, and she does video games. So... Um, She's not just the assistant vice president at our company. She's also a client. Mm -hmm. And we make sure that she gets booked, make sure she does what she needs to do. And uh, she's taken many classes at the studio. Uh, our, our classes, <clears throat> I'd like to say, are reasonably priced. And uh, they put you in front of a director or an actor. We've got Wendy Powell, uh, various other people that are coming in this month. And it puts you in front of people that know what they're doing, can train you, and give you an opportunity. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to get a job, but just like going to college or any education that you take, it's an opportunity to, to learn and move forward in your career. And that's what we do here. And I guess it also, it also helps uh, those who are unsure if they want to or even if they can do it you know that way Correct. they can they can come in and say okay i i this kind of looks fun i've seen videos on on youtube i you know i i've watched uh, Hugh jackman grunt his way um you know doing uh, wolverine i think i can do that and then they come in and you know you guys put them to the test and just see if they can actually do it yes and uh, some people can't, but uh, just like anything in life, you can learn to do something, uh, take direction, education, and move forward in your career. Uh, Morgan, uh, when you first started, how did you feel? Like as a student or as an actor? As an actor. As and an act yeah. Well, both. Honestly, I, I started out very nervous. I'm a very anxious and self-contained person. And I realized it gave me the ability to just turn that anxiety into action into performance and it's been it's been like amazing so far as far as i can tell because i've just it, you get that little adrenaline from anxiety and then you release it and then you feel good and you just feel like you can take on anything and you're just like oh i want to do that again and stuff like that and it's 
it's really good. The only difference between the classes and the acting, though, is that uh, the acting takes some time to get your next gig, whereas the class yep. is like, sign me up. So there, there's that difference, but they both give you a good way to just kind of express and get the jitters out and you get used to it at some point. And it's a really good way to just channel your own energy. Right. Yeah. Now, Cause I, I, I remember the, uh, the first, the first job that I had, I walked into that booth and I had never been in one before and it was kind of intimidating, you know, putting the headphones on and you just, you know, being in that, uh, that room covered in foam with one microphone and a TV screen and, and hearing the, the, uh, can you give us a little bit more of the grunt? And yeah. you're like, well, I don't know if my, you know, my throat's going to fall out if I do any more grunting, but you know, you, you take a sip of water and you sit back and you, and you, and you grunt all you can. And, um, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was, it was a fun time. So how many, how, how many uh, students do you usually have in a, in a, in a class? Okay. Well, uh, for our improv and scene study, uh, we go up to 10, uh, when you're, uh, with a director and you're trying to move forward, uh, we usually go eight. Uh, we don't go over eight. Um, most of the times because we want to make sure everyone has an opportunity to get the full experience, full direction. And um, I always tell people, you want to get a value for your money. And we're not here to uh, have anyone feel that they didn't get the value. Uh, we want to make sure that they have opportunity for 20, 30, 40 minutes with a director. And uh, in a two-hour class, it's difficult. But uh, we make sure that if with eight people, uh, that's very, very appropriate. Um, I've been in classes myself that had 25 or more people, and you didn't really feel the connection. And so we're trying to bring that value to the class and to voice acting and to acting in general with our studio. So, is there is there a way we can uh, we can see what the what the building looks like? Do you have the you have capabilities? To oh, walk definitely. Uh, I, I can walk the. Um, I'm going to walk our laptop around. You can see a little bit of it. My office is pretty boring. The desk, uh, calculators, and stuff. I handle the business end. Um, I handle the uh, a lot of the different things that we do here. Uh, Morgan handles marketing, and Brian Massey, our assistant. Um, well, the vice president here, uh, he handles uh, acquisition of talent and uh, pulls people in for directing and other things, as well as I. And uh, we want to make sure that we provide that value. But what we can do is walk around a little bit. Um, the desk, yeah, pretty boring. But we're pretty, uh, pretty cool. We're in uh, the sixth floor. We have a full conference room. Uh, that we have access to. We're going to show you a little bit of our office. Um, this is our classroom area. We have the TV, uh, a stormtrooper, and Shazam, which is really cool. Uh, we got our uh, dry erase board. Tells a little bit about us. Um, Don't dream it, be it is our logo. We got an autographed uh, photo of Tim Curry there. He signed it, sent it to us uh, with best wishes for our studio. Um, this gentleman has passed several years ago, but Mel Blanc, uh, uh, we wanna make sure that we've got uh, all these people in here, everyone that can uh, add things to our studio as far as value. This is our waiting room. Uh, everyone comes in, they can get water, soda, various other things, but we're taking you to the heart of it all. Whoa. That's right, Morgan. She's right there. We got our Mac. We got our computer, our setups, uh, various things we do. And you said you came into a studio in a booth, a lot of foam padding. We got polyphonic. Um, there you go. Fiberglass uh, siding in there, various other things. There's our microphone. It's a Neumann TLM 103. 
I don't want to tell you how much it costs. Just don't break it. <laughs> yeah, again. That's right. I can just imagine. I'll tell you how much this one costs. This one was $18. Uh, mine was probably upwards of uh, $1,000. Yeah, this uh, one right here. It's a microphone, cardioid. There's yeah, a... I like your $18 mic. It's nice. It works really well. Um, but the thing is, is that uh, we provide a top of the line experience. We've got a conference room that holds about 30 people. Uh, we do our improv classes and various other things that we do here. Uh, the studio is fully funded. We're a profitable company. And we put you in front of directors and other people that can provide you an opportunity, both in education and possibly a job. But you got to be really good for that. Uh, they don't always say, hey, I want that person. But every now and again, they come in the office and they say, you know what? That person, that person, I definitely put them in an anime. I definitely put them in a video game. And that's what we do. Hey, Morgan. What up? Talk about uh, your experience as a student. Ooh, my experience as a student? Uh, it's a very... It's a fun process. It, it really shows you a different side of how things work. Oh my gosh, this makes me look so short. <laughs> but um, you, you get anxious because you're like, oh, like some people come in and they're like, I don't know these teachers. I don't know these directors. And then there are some people who are like, oh my gosh, I know who this person is and I know who this person is. And so it's, it's fun to see the energy of different people from different backgrounds coming in, some experienced in acting, some experience in voice acting. And um, honestly, the teachers are the best part, in my opinion, because of just how they make you feel about your work as you're, as you're learning and as you're like listening to them and taking in the feedback. And it's been very nice. They're all very easy to work with. They're all very, um, What's the word that I'm looking for? They're very inspirational and they keep you very motivated while also being able to like get a feel for how you are as an actor and how you take direction. And it's a very fun experience. What was the uh, what was if what was the first thing that you were in? Do you still and do you still watch or listen to it or um the very first thing that I was in uh, I remember uh, the very first thing that I remember is a video game that I was in. It's called it was called Beyond Despair, and it had got redesigned as Desolate, and it is on my to play games. But I'm also a chicken because it's a horror game, so I also stream. So it might be one of the things I stream later on. But uh, I I need to have a buddy to to play with me, so I'm not too anxious because I'm an antagonist and I do scream. So um, it's it's on my to-do list, but I am very scared when it comes to horror. So it's been on the back burner, unfortunately. Now, when when you do a video game, I'm just, are they, is it the, the cutscenes that, that you're recording or is it is it that and is it is it like the you know if somebody swings an axe at you and you're and you dodge it you make the uh, oh, oh sound uh, i I've, I've done a little bit of both of those um a lot of them were my in-game lines where they were just things like because i'm like a little ghost and i'm saying things like i see you and then chase stuff screaming yelling and it was it was my very first gig and i was just like I'm doing a video game. Here we go. And so it was very, it was very exciting. <laughs> how, how much recording time goes actually into, into a making, making a full length video game? Recording time. Ooh, that's a good question. Cause uh, my section was probably around an hour's worth of recording just for me. Um, mainly just cause that was my first thing. I was young and it's uh it's uh scream one. So I'm, I was also anxious about peaking the mic. So around an overall game, though, it, it, that honestly depends on how many people there are recording. I know um, I, I can say at least two or three hours in total of recording of the actors I do know, because James was also in that same game with me. Um, 
but I, I know for a fact mine was at least an hour's worth of recording because it was a few lines. They were fairly simple and most of them were reactive and loud noises. And I was like, okay, cool. Not much to have to speak off of for a beginner. So now I look, I'm, I'm looking at the, uh, the webpage and you have uh, voice acting, acting, ADR, directing on camera and improv. So when you're doing, when you're doing ADR, um, you, are you setting out to try and match the, as close as possible, the, 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 the motions of the, the person or the cartoon that you're um, replacing the dialogue on? Yes, I try to get the same uh, movement going so that way all the words that I am saying fit into the mouth. Um, it was very daunting at first to start doing that, but honestly, it is actually very fun. It's a fun challenge. Um, and you're basically trying to match the energy and fit everything into what you're visually seeing. And then there are like the weird moments where you're like, normally like you wouldn't make a sound, but it's a little dramatized and you visually see it. And so you're like, okay, so I have to, I have to put something there because there's an open mouth. There's a sound coming out. And so it's just like, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge at first when you start and a little like daunting because you're like, oh, wow, this is all new to me. But um, yeah, the goal is to match the the energy and the attitude and try to get the basically what has been translated and put for me to say just into that scene that's right there. So you guys are in the the Dallas area. Yeah. Okay, so is there a lot of, does a, do a lot of jobs come through the, the Dallas area or, um, you know, is it because you're, you know, you're in a studio and you can record and then wire it anywhere, you know, is it, is it you know, because everybody, you know, thinks, well, you want to be in animation, you got to be in Florida for Disney or Hollywood or or, or, you know, somewhere like that. But, you know, is there, it's a lot easier nowadays with high-speed internet where you can just send files instantly? Yeah, um, those are all really good questions. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff still comes to Dallas. I mean, we also have Funimation and Okatron down here as well. And there's also a lot of, uh, it's a really good indie community and stuff like that down here as well, uh, as well for filmmaking. Um, there's a lot of stuff that comes down here. And then of course, with like, due to the pandemic and stuff, we found ways to reach out globally to a bunch of other people through things like Source Connect and such. And so we're just able to like, have the booth set up here, someone, the ADR director or director, they can come in and then we can just all work as a team and not even have to be in the same room. So it's also caused a lot of branching out in the talent as well. So we don't have to, like, if we like someone's voice enough, we can just be like, hey, we can just get that all sorted out. And it, it's it's amazing. It's made it more connective. It, it has made it more competitive as well, though, which... Mm -hmm. is uh is one of the few downsides but like it's so uplifting to have so many new people able to join and take that chance and just connect and it's just it's made everything a lot different it's been a very what's the word i'm looking for it's been an evolutionary journey for the last two years as well right a lot of new new experiences on how to how to do something mm -hmm. you know because you know, you can't sit in front of somebody, uh, you know, you have to figure out a way around it, you know, the old two tin cans and a string type of thing. Mm -hmm. So when, how, you know, I had a question that I, I just lost my phrasing on it. So if, if, if you go through the history of the studio, have you had the the clientele successes that you can tell us about? Oh yes, um, many of our uh, students have gone on to do video games. Uh, they worked at Funimation, which is now Crunchyroll. 
Uh, that's the name they're using. Uh, they've acquired that company and they're going with that branding. Uh, many of our students end up with Studio Nano, every other, uh, other studios in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. And uh, those are uh, opportunities for them. Uh, they end up uh, with a director that says, hey, I like you, and they pull them in. Now, uh, we don't promise it, of course, because that's, that's up to the student, right? I mean, if they've got the quality, if they've had the training, um, I know one person, his name is uh, Joshua, and uh, Joshua Franklin, he's been with us for several years, and um, he's moved on to improv, and he's with Stomping Grounds right now. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Zeke, Zeke Fable. Uh, he's uh, just got cast in uh, Death of a Salesman. Uh, he does a lot of stage. And so uh, this is just a component of what they do. Voice acting, stage acting, improv. And uh, we always tell people that uh, it's not one thing. Yeah, you have to know the entire gamut of what you're doing. You have to go out there. You have to learn. You have to study. And we provide those opportunities here, but it's up to the individual uh, to show what they can do in front of a director. If the director likes them, they get a video game. They end up in anime. They end up in Funimation. They end up in Crunchyroll. And uh, I just did a scene right now uh, uh, for a Crunchyroll uh, opportunity. And uh, I remember the director, he goes, hey, you're a character that's got a name. And I go, great. And he says, that means they're probably going to be back. Uh, it, it means you might have more work down the road. And it's like, that's great. And uh, uh, the cool part is, is that uh, I went in for uh, uh, what they call WALA, which is with all actors. And you do a part. And I did this part of uh, one of the characters and the character, they go, hey, we need you back in at the studio. And I go, why? That guy that you did, they did a flashback uh, several years ago and he's in it a lot. Surprise, and he's back. He's back. So um, you go in and you do something for a bit part that might be uh, you know, a throwaway or they don't know what it is and you got three lines or two lines or one line and you go in and you do it and they go, yeah, we need you back for that. And I go, why? It's like, hey, he's in it a lot. Uh, he's in all the flashbacks. He's all the previous scenes and you're kind of important. We need you back. Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, you feel really glad because it's like, okay, guaranteed additional work. Um, you get paid by hour. And uh, you go down to Funimation, you go up on the fourth floor, you get in there, they've got a, a wonderful cafeteria, uh, nice waiting rooms. But um, during the pandemic, you go in and there's no one there. Engineer's not there, director's not there. You go in, you walk in, and it's kind of like a ghost town. Uh, it reminds me of Omega Man uh, for a little bit. But you go in there and you put on the headphones and there's the director, there's the engineer, you're there. And uh, I went in this last time and I was doing my bit and the engineer was there and they said, well, the directors are coming back very shortly. And so there you're in there and you're doing your thing. And so, um, you know, the voice you do today in a bit part turns into a, a leading role. Our actors in our studio, they apply for jobs, they do auditions, they end up in roles in video games with Ocratron 5000. They end up with Studio Nano and Funimation. And so those are opportunities for our students. It's not guaranteed, but like anything in life, you apply, you either get in or you don't. And uh, the good part about getting in front of a director is during the last two years, they didn't see anything, didn't see people, but now they get to see you. And that's an opportunity. Now you mentioned coming back for you know, like say you're a character that that uh, dies in one of the 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 anim you know the the projects you're in, and they do the flashback, yeah. and now you, now you're in it, you know, you're alive for, for a while. <laughs> they're yeah, they're they've come back. How hard is it for you? Like say it's like six or eight months later. How hard is it to to remember? you know, the intricacies of that voice that you did and, and make it sound 
like it was, you know, when you recorded it over a half a year ago. Okay, well, it's a good question, but they'll play a snippet or a little piece of what you did so that way you can hear it again. Um, I function uh, primarily off of auditory memory. So if somebody says something, I can hear it and I can repeat it. And uh, that's a very important skill for a voice actor, but they'll play it for you. And you can go back, you can re-record, you can do what you need to do. But uh, having that piece given back to you from the company that did it the first time, uh, you really need to hear that because you do five, six, seven, eight, ten voices. Brian Massey, my friend, uh, vice president here, uh, he does so many different things. Um, and I'm sure uh, he gets confused from time to time, but they play it back for him and he's right on script 100% of the time. Right. It'd be like, you know, it's, um, cut, uh, you know, you're. This is this is actually Superman speaking. It's not Batman. You're you're doing your Batman voice. Yes. Yeah. And that, and you go in and you do it and you make it happen. Uh, Morgan, for instance, when she did video games, um, you know, she auditioned. Right. She sent it in. Sometimes they don't get back to you for a week, a month, or even a year. And you go back and you keep your audio files in your programs, and you listen to them and you go back and you re, you do it again. And uh, I've actually had a couple of times where they go, hey, you're in, go ahead and record, here's your lines. And I sent in three different versions of what I wanted to do. And I go, can you let me know which one that you liked? Because I sent in three <laughs> and I really wanna know which one you wanted. And uh, some of them are really good and they go, oh yeah, the second one, but others will go, oh, don't worry about it. We like your voice, just go ahead and do it. And so I just do whatever they want. And sometimes I just do what I need to do uh, based upon the acting, the emotions, uh, filling in the character. And that's what they really want. They want your acting ability, not necessarily just your voice. Um, and when you're in the booth, uh, Morgan can attest to this. Uh, you're screaming, you're dying, you're yelling. Oh, don't hold back on those. Don't hold never, back. Never hold back on those. Yeah. Um, and this is very important advice. This is not just for you. It's for everybody that is a voice acting. Um, it's hard to get you to give your all, but they can always pull you back. So when you go into the booth, just go all out. Uh, we recently had a class, and one of the things that I introduced to it, uh, one of the lines was a scream. And I made everyone do their lines, but they also had to do the scream. How did that go, Mo? <laughs> I made everyone so, do it. So everyone screamed and we, we all got comfortable enough with each other and the director to where not only was there just screaming lines, there was a lot of jokes. Um, people were doing different voices and different screamings. And then there's me in the booth able to scream like mario she, so i'm in the booth going mamma mia yeah she Yahoo! she went all out because um we had a director manny uh he came in he's uh from funimation uh he's also an engineer and uh the advice he gave our students was don't be afraid to give it your all don't be afraid mm -hmm. to go all out the hardest thing to is to get people out. to do that they can always pull them back, but the hardest thing is to get them to go all out. We had Manny come in, we had uh, Dallas Reed, we had various other people. Sarah, uh, she came in, uh, she's a stage and screen actor, did some stuff on Broadway. Um, oh, we had Chris Kaysen. Chris Kaysen from California. Um, he couldn't come in in person, so we did him virtually. Uh, we had a remote uh, with him. And our students last month had five directors, engineers, directors, actors, and they came in and did that. And this month, uh, we've got several different people. One of them is Raleigh Pickens from Ocatron 5000, the lead director and engineer at that, that company. He's coming in. This is an amazing opportunity. Uh, Ocatron 5000 is in Plano, Texas. Now, you probably know where that is, John. I do. Uh, yeah, for everybody else, it's like a hop, skip, and a jump away from us. And 
these are opportunities that you can get right here. And uh, you brought this up and I'll, I'll answer it now. You can record anywhere in the world, right? You've got uh, Source Connect or other things that you can do. But when you go into Funimation, why do they still have me come into Funimation? I'm 10 minutes away. I go into their booth with their sound control, with their engineer on their microphone. Audio consistency. And it's consistent. It's the same quality they get across the board. And so, yes, you can do it from anywhere in the country. You can do it from all around, but they still want you in. They want you in their studio, in their booth, with their mic, because they want that quality to be consistent. And so is Dallas, Plano, Fort Worth, Arlington still viable? It's extremely viable. And what we provide here is an outlet, a source for training, education, and you do well, you're in front of a director. They might cast you, they might not, but the opportunity is to learn, grow and develop. We've got the same microphone in uh, here, the microphone in here, uh, TLM 103, it's And we've got all the sound uh, uh, dampening items. We've got uh, a big knob. We've got uh, uh, definitely uh, a lot of different uh, computers and things that we provide that are just like at Funimation, at Crunchyroll, which is now Crunchyroll. It was uh, it was a hard transition, uh, but I like Crunchyroll. It's a very good company, and they provide a lot of different streaming opportunities. But uh, we have what they have, and so you come in here, you learn with the exact same equipment, the exact same programming, the exact same environment, and so you come in here and you learn what you need to do. And for a lot of people, it's the first time in a booth. And you talked about your first time. Uh, what was that movie? Uh, it was the first Kings. That's right. And you're in the booth. There you are. You got the headphones on. Director's giving you directions. And it's like, man, it's a big time, right? Yeah, you're was, out there. Yeah, it was, a, it was an experience. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, uh, John, it's also hot. <laughs> yeah, it's hot in that booth, I tell you. Uh, you did a great job, and I'm always glad to know you, and always glad for your uh, opportunity that you provided to us, and uh, definitely glad that you're doing this podcast because um, I don't know about you, but some of the information I've given out—that's stuff you're going to learn in class from a director, from a teacher, from an educator, and. Uh, we do that every month, two, three, four classes a month um, in various different aspects of the the learning acting. and acting opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, I, you know, I've been working on my schedule and trying to get down there. I know it's, I think you guys are about, about an hour. I know. From where I am. So yeah. you know, getting, getting uh, the schedule together on the days that you guys are offering uh um classes is is kind of rough but uh eventually i'll come down to, even if it's uh, even about to break in in the middle of the night just to walk around a little bit well uh, you know you know what john you're gonna get a friend discount um you give me a call after this after the podcast or, or send me an email uh you get a nice discount on that the good part is is that uh, getting down here um with the discount uh the price of gas right now uh, you'll, say, probably, the, you'll probably break even. Gas? I hope the discounts on gas and not the class, because uh, I, <laughs> I mean, uh, when it went over four dollars a gallon, I was like, you know what? Uh, it is what it is. But uh, we provide opportunities, and uh, Brookhaven College is right out here. I emailed uh, the doctor and start uh, in charge of the education in their drama department. Mm -hmm. And we're going to offer student discounts to those students that anybody in a college or education environment, we're going to offer a student discount to those people because we understand that, you know, it's hard for people to raise money and do those things. We need money to operate our business, but uh, we'll have special classes just for those students 
that are in the drama departments at various other universities, Brookhaven or others. And it's a great opportunity for them to get in and see a part of the business that they may not even know about until many years after they're out of their school, right? They get their diploma and they go, hey, what am I doing? How do I, how do I make money? Well, uh, commercial, uh, you do uh, voiceover for that. You do characters, animation, things like that. Uh, you read books. Yeah, a lot of people do audiobooks. Uh, you do visual novels. Okay, so you got four or five different things you can do with your voice. And then you do plays, Death of a Salesman, like Zeke. Uh, you do uh, movies, you do so many camera. different things on camera. I've been on film and many different things. Um, and I don't want to burn up too much of your time, but I was in this, I was in this TV show, Murder Made Me Famous, right? And so there I was, and I was a cop in the background. And they go, you know what? The guy didn't show up for the, uh, the investigator. And I go, okay, great. What do I need to do? Change clothes. So I carry three or four different outfits in my car on purpose. Change clothes. I got lines. I had dialogue. There I was. And they go, here's a really good thing. And I go, what? You can be in it again. So I was in the episode three times. They said, can you shave and put on his hat? And so I shaved and put on the hat. And so in one episode of Murder Made Me Famous, I was three different characters in the same episode. And it was all because I was willing to conform to what they needed right. and open to the opportunity. And so uh, that's what our classes teach people. Be open to the opportunity, be ready and available for what we can offer you, but learn from what we give you. And um, always care about three, uh, three or four different outfits in your car. I got two suits, a bunch of different shirts and pants. And when I show up on set, you know, uh, I was in one one film. I was in the audience. You were there. Oh, is this, is this the one where you got upgraded to like a preacher? I got up to, upgraded to a preacher. The guy didn't the show up. The guy didn't show up and they said, does anyone have a suit? Raised my hand. <laughs> I had my suit. And, and the thing that also helps is certain colors because I believe you were wearing blue and that's because blue draws your attention. And so that's why they went, oh, him. Him. And so... Um, you can be in a film, be an extra, be a component, and then you get upgraded to a featured actor, featured component in that film. And so uh, never count yourself out, even if you just got like an additional voices role or something like that. Uh, like I said, I went into Funimation. I was there. Okay. I was a mirror. I was a chess piece. All sounds weird, right? But that's anime. And they go, hey, how about this guy? They put me in there, and now it's a recurring character. And that's what you want. Uh, I used to say, hey, I like episodes. I, I like anime that's 12, 20 episodes. I can finish it from beginning to end. I see it all. But as an actor, it's like, man, just like One Piece, and I'm in that a lot, they have a 1,000 episodes. I'm in that so many times. And that's money. That's an opportunity. That's a job. And you can't discount uh, people's uh, uh, taste and liking for a really long and episodic anime. Uh, One Piece is great. Everyone should check it out. I'm in it a lot. And uh, uh, I just like to plug that. <laughs> well, in, in uh, I guess, what year are we in now? 22, right? So in January of 20. I did a I did a a walk on role uh, background for a uh, Jason Sudeikis movie down yes. in Dallas, and I mean it, it only came out a couple of months ago. I mean that's how long it took for post production during the pandemic and everything. And uh, you know I'm in it for maybe you know thirty seconds, so I got a I got a walk by on the camera, and you know it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. And you know the I know the last time we had we had spoke about about doing stuff and my biggest problem is getting the guts to actually audition for it and 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 getting the car started pushing that rock down that hill you know just just jumping in the pool and trying it and 
I got a call and I was in it. And, it, you know, it's, it's something I've been trying to, to, to get back into ever since. And I hope, I, I hope it happens and I hope I get to come down and, uh, you know, spend some time with you guys during one of the, uh, one of the classes. I'd love to watch the improv class. Uh, Cause well, I love, you're, I love you're welcome to come in. Uh, who's the instructor for improv? Uh, it is Crystal Laporte. Crystal Laporte, a voice actor. Um, She's got a lot of improv experience. Uh, we brought her in. Um, it's not me teaching it. It's not Brian teaching it, although he does improv. Uh, we brought in an expert, and she's going to be providing a very quality class for people. Mm -hmm. uh, John, you're welcome to come in anytime to observe, to audit our course. And uh, we'd love to have you down here. Uh, opportunities are here uh, for people if they want it. Uh, there are other places you can go for education, mm -hmm. but we provide directors, actors, people in the industry, those working actors. Uh, Wendy Powell, she's a teacher at a school. She also does voices uh, for Funimation. We've got uh, Barry Yandel. He's coming in next month. An educator. He's awesome. Uh, we've got Raleigh Pickens, a professional director an engineer at Okertown 5000 in Plano. This is uh, a great opportunity for people. Not everyone can get those people. Not everyone can get those actors, those directors, those engineers. And we provide that outlet, that opportunity for people. And, and John, like I said, hey, you're welcome anytime. Uh, you're good people. And uh, no, I agree with that. I appreciate that, and I and I look forward to that. And uh, you know, I want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your schedule. I know it's late uh, down in uh, down in the studio. I probably uh, got to hit the road and uh, get on get on home, and you know, or maybe stop at Chick Fil A and pick up a bite to eat on the way home. And uh, I just want to thank you guys for uh, for hanging out with us uh, tonight and telling us, you know, and and really going deep into what. Uh, what it is that you guys do down there. And um, I know on the website, it says you guys do conventions. Are you going to be appearing anywhere? Do you have any conventions that um, you're going to be speaking at or holding a panel? Well, we're going to be at Anime Fest. And where else, Bo? We're going to be in Delta HCon in August. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be down in Houston. We're guests there. Um, we're going to showcase the studio. We're guests at that. that. Uh, we're going to be at Anime Fest uh, doing different things. Uh, there's a lot of other conventions all around uh, the state. Part of what we do is uh, promote what we do, promote our studio. And uh, as actors and voice actors, um, you know, we have opportunities to talk to people about what we do and get those people interested in our business. So um, Delta HCon, uh, check us out. It's in Houston. Um, a, a drive but uh, still worthwhile. Anime Fest is here locally, and we have other conventions that we're going to be part of. Um, more on that, yeah, probably check it out on the website. Yeah, and uh, I was going to say, uh, if, you, uh, if you're watching and you want more information uh, on uh, Iolite Studios, you can, you can uh, head over to the web at iolitestudios.com or check out uh, pod page slash the geek and I, and you can find uh, James' profile in there with all his socials and um send out a you know hit them up on twitter or facebook and um probably find out every all the information that uh, that you could you could need uh right without even uh, having to uh, get dressed and you know picking up a phone or anything correct you just yeah. mm -hmm. just that's right john and in fact right. most most of our opportunities are posted on facebook and twitter yep we're um, a lot on facebook and twitter and even our own website um, and currently the website is getting a huge remodel. So that should be up within this next week as well. Yeah. And we're going to have, uh, demos, uh, that we've done for people. It's a 60 second demo. That's their calling card when you're voice actor. And we've had many demos done at our studio and our students are extremely happy with them. Many of them have gotten jobs based upon the product we provided to them. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you again for uh, for joining us, uh, and uh, thank you for watching. If you watched this far, we really appreciate it. Give us a like and subscribe, and uh, if you would also do that with your favorite uh, YouTube channel, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Get the algorithms going. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a subscribe button. Um, if you want to support the show, uh, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash the geek and I to make a donation and support the show. Get us, uh, you know, uh, some uh, equipment to go out in the world and uh, visit, uh, you know, Anime Con. And, you know, maybe we get to uh, we get to see you live um, in the field so to speak. Uh, but uh, uh, James, thank you um, for uh, spending the time with us. Um, I really appreciate the time. And uh, anything else you want, you'd like to uh, put out there before we uh, hang up this jacket for the evening? Well, uh, John, just one thing. Don't dream it, be it. Our mascot uh, is Tim Curry at our studio and don't dream it be it's from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I want everyone to understand that don't just dream what you want to do, be it. And you can do that here. You can do that with John. You can do that with other people. Talk about your dreams and do it. That's it. That's all I've got. All right. Thank you again. And uh, we will see you like Jeff says on the next one. Uh, peace out, everybody. Take care of yourself. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks, John.